that was like the stand up out of your seat kind of wow like well i literally did because I, I remember that play i that that like i did i jumped out of my seat <laughs> when that happened, for sure Welcome to My Got A Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 40-13 win over the South Carolina Gamecocks. We talk about what I saw in the stadium and what John saw on the broadcast. As always, remember you can follow us on social media at My Got A Podcast. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, five stars obviously, and review the show. If you leave us a review, you just might hear it on an upcoming episode. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. All right, so let's go ahead and get started then. Yeah, so We're, hopefully the audio is not too bad as I'm, uh, I am in that stretch that you're familiar with from coming to Charlotte uh, for the Clemson game. The between uh, Spartanburg to Gaffney is not the best stretch of highway on I-85, so excuse the... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. If my... If, if you can hear the Jeep shaking when I hit like potholes, that's apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you're 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 making the drive that I said that I I never wanted to make again. Really, like you're going through going through Gaffney and all that stuff, like uh, and and considerably less Georgia fans too. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I, I do this drive after after every game when I uh, every home game I come to when I head home from from Trip Dog Town. So I, I guess I'm oh. kind of used to it. You're used to it. Mm. Yeah. How was how was the trip? Give us give us kind of the rundown for uh, for the South Carolina. We're we're here talking about the the Georgia South Carolina game. So, give us a rundown yeah. of your thoughts from yeah. sights and scenes. So, right. So it was definitely a, a bit of a last minute decision for me to go. Um, so you know we were supposed to have soccer this weekend. Lily's game got canceled. Um, so when we found out about that, talked to my parents, and I I, I came down. So, uh, but you know, I, I drove down like on like the day of on Saturday, um, and just just kind of did lunch with my parents and hung out at the house a little bit. We did, and you know, we watched the first half of uh, Bama Florida uh, on TV, and then kind of just went in and went straight to the game. So, no no tailgating or anything uh, for this one. Pretty low key, um, but I will say uh, you good weather again i wouldn't say it was quite chamber of commerce like like uh uab the interesting thing was the you know the game was like a three and a half hour later kickoff but it was somehow hotter (laughs) and maybe it was just the humidity like it was super muggy uh so i would say it was a little bit less comfortable in the stand um but was able to snap that picture that i feel like i'm still getting notifications on that picture uh, we tweeted out from the podcast account. It's, it's blown up like a like a Hunt the Jones uniform tweet or something. Uh, that was good. So glad people people enjoyed that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it certainly looked like it was a Chamber of Commerce day from that picture. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The view was great. The view was great for sure. Yeah, yeah. So tailgating was good. You got to meet up with some folks. So I did not. So I saw some folks during the game, actually. So, yeah, we pretty much, like, parked and then walked into the stadium. Uh, But I'm going to recap a couple of things. The first one was pretty funny to me. We, uh, My dad and I went and got, you know, Chick-fil-A in the stadium before kickoff. Um, And then I bumped into a guy wearing an FTMS hat when I was in line for Chick-fil-A. So I asked him where he got it. 
and he, I think he, he got it from the uh, FCMF hole at the, the Bulldogs batting breast cancer uh, golf tournament. So shout out to them. Shout out to, to Dwight. And then uh, obviously to Josh and Graham uh, from Dog Sports Live because they sponsored that hole. So that was, that was pretty funny. So I was like messaging them to let them know that I met the guy that won their hat at the golf tournament. That was pretty funny. Um, and then got to spend half time uh, chatting it up with Coach Trillbill again uh, and, and his brother. So went up and, and, and talked to them. Uh, they sit like a little bit behind me. Um, and then I ran into a buddy from high school, Olin. So shout out Olin. Uh, hadn't, hadn't seen him in a few years. Uh, just, <laughs> he was in my line of sight when I was, I was trying to locate uh, Coach Trillbill and uh, saw Olin. So uh, that, 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 was, that was good. That was a good time. Got to, got to catch up with him as well. So atmosphere was great, man. You know, night game. You got the light up Stanford going into fourth quarter and the red light show you know, going into fourth quarter. So that, that did disappoint. That's always awesome. Ah, man, I'm super jealous. I'm super jealous. I will say that I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm definitely waiting to cash in the tailgate chips or the, the game day chips for a, a much cooler, shall we say, um, game (laughs) where I can, where I can enjoy the, the tailgating a good bit more. Yeah, I got a, a, you know, Heard heard good things about some of the tailgates, so gotta I don't know, gotta make it over to the Huggins tailgate. It, it sounds pretty epic. <laughs> yeah, try to do that yeah. before the season's over. Yeah, and Greg Greg has a good setup over there by uh, what was it? Is it Reed Reed Hall Reed Reed Quad or something like that? Um, I think so. I didn't know exactly where they were. Otherwise, I totally would have crashed on my way in. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think he's over by Reed Quad maybe. But uh, yeah, there's a. There's a lot of there's a lot of good spots um, for sure. I know Logan's over by the vet school, I think something like that. But there's a there's a bunch of bunch of good spots to to hit up, and that's kind of what I I want to go and make the tour of the tailgates, so to speak, um, myself. Right. So I'm super right. jealous that you got any tailgating whatsoever. So um, kudos for you and Frip Dog on the last minute decision there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was a good time. So so the game. So there was also a game that happened. <laughs> let's let's talk about the game what were your there thoughts? was a game uh i think like overall i'll say this was the closest we had been on our score prediction so uh i think i said what like 42 to 6 and you were you were pretty close to there you had like 47 to 14 or 13 or something um you know so i think the game i think it like overall it went pretty much how we thought it would right like we mm-hmm. you know they were overmatched we you know definitely were the more talented team uh also we you know we 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 did have that listener question uh who would score first the south carolina offense or the georgia defense right and i think you said georgia defense i said push and so we were so the georgia defense did score not via pick six but we had the safety at the end of the first half right so i don't know if you want to say because you said georgia defense so i'm going to say that technically you you were right uh, even though they had scored points, you know, off field goal, <laughs> but it's pretty close, right? Like we got the safety before they got their offensive touchdown. Uh, right, 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 so right. no, you know, we, we ended the streak of uh, consecutive games with a pick six, although Kendrick was pretty close. Uh, he, he almost broke that. I think he needed like one more block. Um, but we are on a streak of, you know, three straight games where the defense scores. So pick six in game one and game two, and then the safety in game three. Uh, so we'll have to, we'll have to, uh, maybe reach out to the same crew as last week to see if that's ever happened before. Uh, 
I'm right. sure that would be an interesting uh, all-time thing. But, yeah, I, I think uh, we. I was happy to see the run game. Uh, this was the best the run game uh, had looked thus far this season. Um, you know, it, it, Primarily around, like, run blocking, like they were actually lanes uh, for the running backs to go through, and they took advantage of it. Uh, you know, James Cook and Zamir White, uh, both of their touchdowns, I think Cook had like a little bit of a crease and then took it to the house. Uh, Zamir pretty much walked in on his very nice. Uh, so that, that was definitely good to see. And then uh, obviously the return of JT Daniels, you know, was, was exciting and we got to see him stretch the field uh, and both the passes, the long touchdown passes to Burton and then the Adonai Mish were both just, uh, you know, they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely something that was nice to see. Although, yeah, so so my yeah my my takeaways were were definitely similar to yours, right? So we had the it was nice to see the running game back. Um, you know, we rushed for almost two hundred yards, I think, something like that. Um, you know, JT Daniels, we, we were we were kind of itching for him to have a, a big game. You know, he threw for over 300 yards, three touchdowns. He had the, the one, the one interception was the blemish on, on him. It was kind of like an yeah. ill-advised, ill-advised throw. And then, um, and speaking of interceptions, you know, Stetson came in for, for a series, which that's probably, that's probably the, probably going to be walking away from this game. The biggest talking point for, for everyone, at least on the Twitters, um, last night yeah and i think that if you were a a talking head on on the espn show you're probably locked in on this conversation but um why was stetson even in the game i know our text thread was blowing up about it as well so um sounded like it was sounded like it was part of the part of the plan um but i think that there's still questions that that remain on that one and i'll 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 touch on that but i'm curious what your takes what your take was on that situation so yeah, so I, again, so secondhand, like my understanding is that Kirby told someone that we should expect to see Stetson at some point in the first half. So it definitely seemed scripted. Uh, the other thing, like comparing to the U- UAB game, so, you know, UAB, it was two series for Stetson and then one for Beck, right? So it was 2-1, two, 2-1. One, two, one. And in this game, that series when Stetson came in, that was the third series of the game. So I do wonder if they had the same plan from this game uh as they did the prior which seems definitely seems weird obviously i would say it seems weird to me right because we talked about that in the preview and you asked you were commenting around rotation and my response to you was like well there won't be rotation in this game there's no reason to be like whoever starts will just be the starter uh and clearly i was wrong um as far as what the actual plan was i like my plan better (laughs) i mean especially the way jt was playing uh it was very weird and i'll say even though i had my headphones with me i I think i wasn't listening right at the time i didn't realize again you know in the stadium i didn't even realize that it was stetson until he threw the pick and i heard i heard scott howard say stetson threw it because it was on the opposite end of the field from us when that happened uh so i was very i was shocked i don't i don't know what i don't know what i mean the only thing i can come up with is it's one of those you know stetson stuck with us and he has earned the opportunity to play Kind of thinking, I guess, but I still don't get that. I mean, you're out there to win football games, and JT Daniel gives us the best path to that. So I don't, I don't get it. But I don't know. I'm not a head coach. What do I know? 
as you're as you're driving through the treacherous terrain there in South Carolina, have you had a chance to listen to the Bulldog Brunch at all? I heard a little bit of it. I uh, we got back super late after the game, so I was up really late. Uh, we had parked at a parking deck, and it took like over a half hour to, just to get out of the deck. So we got back <laughs> to the house late, and then we needed, you know we needed to unwind a little bit, and I uh, had a victory bourbon. Uh, so I, I actually like slept in. So I left my parents' house a little too late, uh, missed a bit of the Bulldog brunch. I heard, I caught the tail end of it, uh, yeah. but missed most of it. I heard well, them after the game and like somebody was upset. There was someone who called in who, and they were upset with Jeff Dancer saying that, but he, he didn't ask Kirby in the post game press conference, like, or radio availability, like that he should have asked him about, about the, the quarterback switch. Um, I thought that was kind of funny, but, um, yeah, I mean, so no, I, don't, I don't have anything else on that. He's not, he's not wrong. I haven't listened to it either. We we had a, a it, it was it's raining here in Marietta today, um, off and on, and uh, we were at a soccer game. Carter had a soccer game today that was just an absolute downpour. Won the game, but um, haven't had a chance to listen to the Bulldog brunch just yet. But um, I'm curious. I am curious. Like you said, um, if anybody has got the gumption to ask him about that, I'm sure that someone will. Right. So like. The question, yeah. the question is, is, and this is this was my thing, if if you've got a quarterback that's dealing the way that he was dealing, uh, I mean, he had, let's see, what was what was the actual, what was the actual lines on it? So let's see, he had, he had a forty three, he had a, he had a forty three, there's six plays, seventy five yards. A lot of that was uh, J T. Daniels to Brock Bowers. James Cook had a twenty three yard run. We were rolling, yeah. rocking and rolling on offense. They got down, kicked a field goal. Um, they had the busted play early on, um, got them in the field goal range. Had a, had a great uh, effort. That was a great effort play for, for Amir Speed to, to come run him down. So um, kudos yeah. to him. Got, got blown coverage. We'll definitely touch on him in a, in a minute. But um, then he had the 43-yard pass to, to Burton. Um, he had a 38-yard touchdown pass in the second quarter to – to A.D. Mitchell, um, I mean, from there, the at that at that point the route at that point the route was on. So it was it was just frustrating to see Stetson come in when you had a quarterback that was lighting things up like that. And I, I joked, you know, clearly the oblique was was fine. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. at that point, if he's healthy enough to start and he's healthy enough to sling it around like that, um, why would you? ever go back and that's kind of that's going to be a big question mark yeah i don't yeah i don't i don't understand it uh, i would love to hear the, the logic I, i'm sure someone will ask him at some point um, right. i haven't read even you know like seth emerson's you know sunday article or anything like that yet um mm-hmm. so hopefully someone asks and maybe we'll get something although knowing kirby i'm not sure that he'll give much insight into it but it's definitely weird man like I mean, you know, it, it's kind of reminiscent of, you know, back when we had like, you know, David Green and DJ Shockley and like sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't, right? Like there were games where David Green was like rolling, you know, and then you bring in DJ and it would kind of feel odd. But then there was other games where it did work. But I'll say this about that, right? I mean, that was with David Green and DJ Shockley. I mean, we are not in that kind of situation. With right. I was, so, I was I mean, just about no to say, that's a little bit different. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, no offense to Sensen Bennett. I mean, you know, I mean, he's, he's he's a DGD, and what he did last week against UAB w- was amazing. But I just – it didn't – this didn't make sense. You know, totally different situation. 
I didn't, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah. So I, uh, the good news is, is that I think that they quickly realized that it like that, that I think as soon as he threw the pick, I mean, he was one of four passing. Um, I think he had like four yards or something like that. I don't know. He, I think that as soon as that happened, um, Kirby immediately went to, yep, nope, not going to do this. We're not going to mess around with this. And so he immediately went yeah, back we, to, to JT Daniels. Yeah, we didn't see Stetson come into the game until the game was well in hand and it was, you know, mop-up duty, right? Which is, that's when I would have expected him to come in anyway. So obviously I don't, you know, no issues with that. That that made sense. Um, so, so speaking yeah. so speaking of that, speaking of mop-up duty, <laughs> so – if you look at if you're on if you ever go go to ESPN, I'll I'll, I'll text you this just so you can see this work of art. <laughs> the win probability percentage for UGA was never never dropped below like ninety five percent. So as you look at the win probability like percentage, it like flatlined in, when we went up twenty six to six. Um, yeah, when we went up twenty. 26 to six in the early in the third quarter um, that the win percentage went to like a hundred percent and it never changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it felt that way in the stadium, honestly. So that, 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 that checked out. That checked out. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely felt that way for me as well, because like I said, I had, uh, I think I tweeted this out, but um, I had some, some buddies come over for, from my workout group and uh, we were just having some, having some whiskeys um totally last minute um but you know towards the fourth quarter i think everybody was kind of like yeah this this game's over and so like i missed part of the fourth quarter still haven't seen it haven't had a chance to but um i know i missed parts of it but i do remember distinctly like an an observation as i was like sitting there chatting i remember i yelled out dang it they scored and everybody looked at me like i was crazy (laughs) like dude you're winning like 40 something (laughs) like come on now (laughs) i was like yeah but they scored Oh, I wanted to shut him out. <laughs> right. We didn't, we didn't want to see that offensive touchdown, which yeah. so the one thing I want to go back and look for it, I haven't seen yet, but uh, you know, the, the play that he, that really allowed that to happen. I mean, you know, was uh, Kendall Milton air. I'm doing air quotes uh, in my head, at least fumble. Um, you know, my, I haven't seen it. I have not seen the TV copy, but from the text messages I've I received, uh, including from my wife, Kim, Kim was like texting me. <laughs> uh, she's my eyes, uh, eyes and ears on, on the TV when I'm in the stadium. Uh, she, she was texting me. She's like, he was down. He was down. Uh, so it sounds like he was certainly down. And then the ball came out and apparently they reviewed it and confirmed it. That's what they said on the radio broadcast. Um, so I don't understand how that happened, but you know, take that away. Don't even have the ball to, to score that touchdown. So that was certainly disappointing. But again, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I know like, for the betting uh, folks, it mattered a lot because that was the difference in the point spread. Uh, but for me, you know, I don't, I don't gamble. This is why I don't gamble <laughs> that kind of stuff, right? But like, uh, I mean, you know, we still won very comfortably. What twenty-seven point win? So. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's funny. Uh, I actually, have a there's a, a video of just that fumble um, on the YouTube's that I'll, I'll send you. Um, he he what definitely. Huh? What's your assessment? Fumble or was he down? I mean, it looks like he's he's definitely fumbling. Like the 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 strafe the strafe on the hand, like he's already like 
the ball is already kind of moving at that point. So like, it definitely looks like it's a fumble. I, I, I don't think that there would have been enough there to overturn it. If the call on the field was a fumble. Okay. Yeah, it was. So you disagree with the folks out here from, that's okay. I'll take a look at it when I get home. I mean, I'm trying to be an unbiased observer. Obviously we won the game. So like, <laughs> had it, yeah, yeah, had, yeah, it yeah. had it cost us the game, heck no, it's not a fumble. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> So, um, yeah. So, so he, so Kendall Milton was actually our leading, our leading rusher in that game too, which is also interesting. Um, he had, cause I he didn't, had some nice runs, man. He had some really nice runs. Uh, he looked, he looks good. He looks good. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm I'd be curious to see like the breakdowns of the yard yards after contact and stuff. Cause like on the, on the TV, like it felt like every time I was looking up, it was either, um, it was either Cook or White getting getting a big gain. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, both Cook and and White had you know scoring scoring drives, scoring plays. Um, so maybe that's part of it. But it felt like that Cook and White were doing a lot more. They were having a lot more success. So it was a surprise for me to kind of <laughs> wake up and realize, oh, Kendall Milton was the leading rusher. Um, yeah, but he, they had, I know he broke off one pretty long run, I think, in the second quarter. Kendall did, mm-hmm. and then you know he also was getting a lot of work there in that fourth quarter, kind of leading up to that fumble. So yeah, uh, you know, and we took, you know, we also we did over under point five Kendall Milton touchdowns, and you were right on that one. Um, I felt mm-hmm. like he was going to get one. There was there was a sequence when uh, we were down in the goal line. It was the the the, the series when uh, when James Cook scored his rec- receiving touchdown. Um, there was a play. I think it was a play before Cook's touchdown. Uh, Zamir had been in the game, and they switched uh, and brought in Kendall. And like Zamir White, like popped Kendall on the head, kind of like go in there and get your touchdown. Is the way I interpreted the interaction. Um, but it didn't happen. I, I don't know. They actually ran two pass plays <laughs> after that. So, uh, not sure what was going on there. Right. I mean, we were averaging six yards a carry. So I mean, that's. That's pretty good. I mean, even though the individual rushers were, you know, kind of a mixed bag, but, um, you know, we averaged almost six yards a, an attempt. We ran for 184 yards, held them to 82 yards rushing, which is another big defensive stat. But if you look at the, if you look at the game, which I guess, you know, some of that's going to be the nature of the blowout and the nature of some of the big plays that, that they gave up. But, um, yeah, they actually, the offense- they actually held the ball for longer than Georgia did. I, I yeah. didn't notice that. I mean, the, yeah, the offense looked really good. Uh, got to point out, we did we got the return of Kiaris Jackson to offense, uh, mm-hmm. and he I think he delivered right. I mean, you you really saw his veteran ability to get open beyond the first down marker. He had some key you know catches that were for for four first down on third down uh, that were really big to extend drive. Uh, mm-hmm. so that was good. The, the other thing though, I haven't gone and looked at the participation chart, but just from my remembering of watching the game, I don't recall seeing Arian Smith. So that was thing we had talked about, you know, he got the leg, lower leg contusion is what we heard last game. I don't recall seeing him in the game. So uh, hopefully Arian's okay. We'll have, to, we'll have to watch out for that. Yeah. I mean that, like I said, in, in, in the game, in the UAB game, it, it felt like that. I was like, the way that he was limping, it seemed like it was more than what everybody was talking about, which is why I was concerned about it. Uh, but yeah, in the end, yeah, yeah. we didn't. In the end, we didn't need it. We didn't need him, obviously, today. And and that was actually something that um, I did hear 
uh, I think it was a caller that called in on, on something that I was listening to. Um, but they were talking about, you know, we're missing, we're actually missing a lot of, a lot of our key wide receiver assets for, for the game. And yet here we are, we're still, we still have guys that can step up and catch the ball um, at a high clip. I, I was joking with the guys in the room, like, you know, I was getting excited. I was explaining because these, one of them was a tech grad and another one is a more of an NFL guy that, that came over. So like none of them really had any allegiances or any awareness of what was going on. But, um, I was, I was hyping up Brock Bowers and I was explaining to them why it was so awesome and how it was interesting. And then they saw this guy in number zero on the sideline. They're like, who the heck is that guy? He's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like, yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. We're missing right. two, we're missing two big pieces. And frankly, like the question is, is like, does he even get into the game at this point? I'm sure he does, but you know, it's right. just one of those things like Brock Bowers is playing out of his mind right now, dude. Um, I, I would even go so far as to say, like, is he getting into the conversation of being on the all on an all American team as a freshman? That's a, Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. He is uh, everything we hope for and more. <laughs> that's far. Yeah. He's awesome. He very um, clearly is. He very clearly is JT Daniels favorite receiver right now. Yep, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, you want to talk about the defense a little bit? Because, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know. I guess I was about to say something, and then I realized, like, I mean, they've still only given up one offensive touchdown all year. <laughs> but um, <laughs> What were you going to say? Please, out with it. Well, out gonna, with it. Come on. Own it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, it's not it, – it, it wasn't as dominant as, as we had seen. And I, I do feel like we saw the secondary get exposed a little bit. So – Coming into the season, our concern was with the corners, right? Like we felt great about the front seven, and we felt good about our veteran safety. Uh, but who did you know? Who who did we have on the you know to cover on the edge? Um, you know, gave up the long touchdown pass, uh, gave up a long gain down the sideline. Also had multiple times where there was a guy running wide open, and South Carolina just didn't have the quarterback to get the ball to him. Um, so it could have been. It could have been closer. I'm not saying, like, we were ever in any kind of danger of, like, it being tied or losing the game or anything like that. Uh, obviously, that's not the case. But uh, the coverage was concerning. Um, I'll give their uh, receiver, number six, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, that guy's Van for South Carolina. Yeah, he's good, jo- man. Like that. Josh Van. Okay, so the one catch for sure, like, the one that was, like, over Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick had positioning on him, and the guy, like, went over his back. Uh, yeah. that, that was, that was impressive. So, he, so he's good. So I, I you know, got to give him credit. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, opposing teams are going to have some film now that they can see, uh, you know, there are at least right now, as it stands right now, there are ways to go over top on this defense. Um, but the other thing to remember there is we just still don't have Tyke Smith back yet. So I, I don't know how that'll work into the mix. I know he's more of a safety though. So, um, definitely, it's one of those things where I do, I will say this though, like it, it, it's, it's kind of, I think it's a great spot for Kirby and the coaching staff where we won the game comfortably, but enough things went wrong that the coaches have things that they can point to, you know, to the team and the players and show them where they can improve. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was definitely, it's definitely one of those like Nick Saban, like classic, classic victories. Like, well, we we got it. 
we got to figure out how to tackle. We got to figure out how to get, we got to figure out how to defend the pass. Like, we, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, that's definitely what it feels like. I mean, so, so that guy, Van, you know, he did, he was fantastic, right? I mean, he yeah. accounted for over half of their, over half of their receiving yards was, was his, was that one player. He had 128 yards, one touchdown and over half of his yards was, was on one play. So he had a 61 yard, he had a 61 yard play, um, okay. which I think was, was the first one um, on, on speed. I think I remember correctly. I, think so. um, yeah. I can't remember if that was him or the other guy Brooks that had some had a long reception. But anyway, he only had three catches. Wow, felt like more. <laughs> I know. I, I I was surprised. I was like, man, this guy's all over the place. But yeah, he only had three catches, and he accounted for that was that was over over half of their 214 total uh, total yards receiving. So if you take him out of the game, if he's, if he's removed from the game, like it really is like an absolute, like bat, like face bash. Like, um, yeah. so you, you mentioned, you mentioned that like, it didn't feel like dominating. Like I actually felt like it was, it was dominating. It was more so like they had this guy that just kept them in, in drives. They would randomly get these, these first downs and things like that. And it just felt like a little needle every time he caught the ball. Every time they got a first down, it was like, oh, come on, guys, just give up. Like, give, come on, stop, stop this. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it was dominating. And, I mean, that's what, I mean, and especially from the front seven. I mean, the pass rush was there again. I mean, we got a safety for Grand Island, right? I mean, Jordan Davis tackling their quarterback in the end zone. Although I'm not sure exactly why they tried, like, a three-step drop play action out of their own end zone, but whatever. Um I mean, the pass rush, again, was incredible. The run defense was incredible. Lewis team was out there. I mean, he comes in for tackles like a missile. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he w- was amazing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the defense, I don't know. It was just – some of these things, I'm not sure, like, how much you, you, you know, see it on, on TV versus, you know, we're, we're sitting high up in the end zone and kind of have that bird's eye view. Um, there definitely were open receivers. Um, but again, like it didn't hurt us, you know, like they didn't, they only connected on those couple of long ones. So I don't know. It, uh, I, I definitely don't want to be like the guy who's complaining after you just won by 27 points. <laughs> don't think it that way. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I would say that the other, other defensive takeaways, um, and Adam Anderson had a, a play, um, I think it was, I think it was late in the third, if I remember correctly, but that that actually was something that I was surprised about. So I saw the the clip on on Twitter. Um, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it live, but I saw on Twitter that someone posted this like "Good grief, Adam Anderson." I think it was Hunter actually retweeted someone. Um, but he was on special teams late in the game, and like that's the kind of stuff that like oh man, just that's just chef's kiss. Mwah. Like it was a, the kickoff have... kickoff return. He dove and like just leveled the guy. Well, it wasn't so much. Yes, it wasn't that he dove, but it was also that he literally bull rushed a guy out of the way. And then like (laughs) it was like he came flying in uh, like 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 the Incredible Hulk. It just like just absolutely smashed him to the ground. Uh, That was pretty awesome. So Adam Anderson, obviously freak of nature, expressing himself. That was that was like the stand up out of your seat kind of. Wow. Like, I can't believe that that just happened. Like he just basically. Threw two guys around, through through two grown men around like that. They were ragdolls. Well, I literally did because I, I remember that play. I that that like I did. I jumped out of my seat <laughs> <laughs> when that happened for sure. 
Um, yeah, so you got him. Uh, Channing Tindall, I think, is another guy that um, is just an absolute burner. Um, we are we're just so stacked on the defensive side, and 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 Beamer Beamer in the post game press conference basically said as much. I mean, you, I think some, some poor reporter asked him like what we were doing on defense to to keep uh, to keep them at bay, basically. And Beamer like just was so exasperated. He's like, well, they've got a hundred five star rec- players on defense. <laughs> and they're big and they're physical and they push you around and and yeah and on t- other than that they're great <laughs> yeah i think you said something something about like they've got a 300 pound lineman that can outrun anyone on the stone call or something like that <laughs> yeah. yeah a 300 pound defensive lineman they could they could run better than anyone on this phone call i think is what he said oh man yeah and he just looked dejected like you just you could just see the exasperation on his face it's like guys we got our butts kicked today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really they they struggled, and I mean, on the the one I'm trying to remember, there was a drive where I think it was the opening drive of the second half where they were you know kind of driving a little bit, moving the ball, just running the ball, um, and you know, so things where you can kind of feel it coming, like oh, run, 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 they're going to try to set the play action, and they did, and but then Darion Kendrick got the interception. I mean, at that point. You know, then we come down and get the Zamir White touchdown, uh, I believe. Like, I think that was pretty demoralizing, right? Because you've got, you know, the end of the half situation where we pin them down with the punt. Uh, then we get the, you know, the safety. They kick off to us. We go down and, and get the get, kick the field goal, which was good to see uh, Jackpot make a field goal. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. feel like that entire, you know, two-minute drill drive was engineered uh, with the ultimate goal of getting jackpot a field goal attempt uh, to get his confidence back. Uh, that's my uh, my Kirby 3D chess uh, thinking there. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, you've got that to end the half. Then they come out and are starting to get a little bit of drive going. Then we get the pick and then we score. And at that point, I, it was already over, but then it was really over at that point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um other other things that that were that were of note um you you know that you have a a gift problem when you're watching the game with your wife and she she points out to the to you she points out on the screen oh my gosh oh my gosh that's a good gift you need to do that (laughs) (laughs) was it a kirby rage stroke dot gift was it that was it it was a Kirby Rage Strip, which I've yet to be able to get. I need to get on into my computer and, and actually like make it. But yeah, it was it was another it was another classic Kirby Rage Stroke. Yeah, from my re- recollection, uh, it was Latavius Brainy was on the other end of that. Is what I remember. <laughs> I think he did, I think he wasn't lined up correctly or something, and Kirby burned a timeout and <laughs> let him let him let uh, Latavius know his thoughts about it. Yes, yes, it was it was definitely it was definitely Brainy. Poor guy. Um, yeah. Um, otherwise, other any 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 other closing thoughts for for the I USC a, junior I game? A, I got a couple other random things. Uh, things I meant to bring up earlier when you okay. asked me about the atmosphere. Um, yeah, so yeah. One was when I when I met up with Coach Trillbill, we were both able to exchange stories about the South Carolina fans that we saw removed from the stadium by the cops. Uh, both mm-hmm. of us witnessed that, uh, so that was interesting. Um, uh, you know, um, nothing, nothing too too terrible happened, but we, we both saw that, so it's kind of funny. Um, what what were they the doing? Thing, uh, so the guy up by Coach Trillbill was apparently vaping in the stadium. Uh, 
Oh, and, yeah, you can't do that. Uh, can't do that. Um, well, the guy in... Go ahead. No, I was just saying, well, apparently in the Falcons games, you can light up uh, blunts uh, in the stadium, and then no one worries about that. I don't know if you saw that on... <laughs> okay. There's a there's an Instagram there's an Instagram page called ATL Scoop and it, and there is a video of a woman like literally just firing up a blunt. <laughs> I've not seen that. Uh, yeah. The guy the guy that was in front of us was just uh, I, I knew I knew when he came in and sat down that he wasn't gonna last uh, and he did not last until halftime. Uh, he was just he was hammered. He was the only South Carolina fan in uh, you know in the area. Um, and just with the language and there's like families that sit with us with younger, not with us, but in the, you know, in the general area that also have seen tickets around us, you know, there's younger kids and uh, I've got no problem. Like, you know, if you end up in the other section and you're cheering for your team. Um, but uh, it, it was, it was primarily just the language considering the uh, company he was around. So one of yeah. the kids dads eventually had enough and I, I, I knew it was going to happen eventually thankfully you know the the when the one dad said something to him the guy was like what are you going to do about it and he was like you don't want me to do anything about it <laughs> uh so, but then he ended up just going and getting uh get, getting security and then oh my gosh so the, the, the security couldn't convince the guy to leave uh so then he went and got to uh, like the sheriff uh and these guys were huge like they looked like they could have played in georgia or something uh, and so they, they got him to leave. Uh, there, there was no, uh, no staying at that point. Uh, um, right. but the, the other thing was the, was the radio broadcast. So I don't know exactly what was going on, but, um, Eric Zier was, uh, was not on the radio broadcast last night. So they shifted DJ Shockley into the booth. And so he was doing the color commentary, uh, with Scott Howard. And then, uh, they had Jeff Dancer on the sideline. Um, and it was, it was awesome. It was a very good broadcast. I'm super glad that I had my headphones with me, which I know you'll be happy to know that I did have the big headphones. Um, did we get a picture of this for the, for the Twitters? I mean, I took one at my parents' house before I left. I don't think I took a, a selfie in the video. Oh, <laughs> that's a missed, that's a missed uh, opportunity, Jim. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> uh, but the broadcast was excellent. And, uh, Jeff Dantzler was born to be the Georgia football sideline reporter. I'll say that. It, it was it, it was pretty awesome. And DJ was very good in a booth with Scott. So, uh, so did, that, so that did, was pretty cool. So did they just, like, switch switch jobs? Well, so Eric Zier is usually in the booth, right, with mm -hmm. Scott. And he was not there. So I don't know where he was. If they said where he was or what was going on, I didn't hear it. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, you remove him. And then they move DJ up into the booth and put JD on the sideline. It was very good. Okay. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I'll say, I guess the last thing is pregame. They did uh, you know, honoring the, the the five, right? And so they were all out there in the field uh, along, and, and Coach Dooley was with them, uh, honored all those guys, uh, showed the unveiling of, um, I don't know what I would say, I guess monuments that they've, they've constructed for them. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, we got a standing ovation and, and then they, they called, uh, they called the dog, uh, you know, before kickoff. So it, that was, that was a pretty cool moment. That is really cool. I, on the, on the, on TV, it was nice to see, uh, see old coach, coach Dooley. Um, my wife comment, my wife made a comment. Oh man, he just, he looks so, he looks so, um, you know, spry, you know? He, yeah. Yeah. He's, 
he's not he's not a spring chicken anymore, but he looked he looked pretty good out there, old coach. Right. He did. He did. It is you know, it's interesting too. We were just having the conversation with folks around us. And this is one of the things that I know Kevin Butler did say on the Bulldog Brunch. It's uh pretty crazy to think that, you know, hearing that and about those guys and, and, and their story that it that it took until nineteen seventy one. I know. Uh, you know, that that's that's crazy. Like yeah, I, I would have you, you would have thought it would have been sooner. But um mm-hmm. definitely, you know, trailblazers and pioneers and DGD. So Yeah, absolutely. And some and some of the great calls from from Munson too, so absolutely. Great moment, great moment for sure. Um, how about uh, any any other games of of note? So, just just pivot mm. on unless you got a, unless you have any other thoughts on no 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 on the UG yeah, game. Yeah, but, go for it. So, so so Auburn lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, they did. It which was, was awesome. It was fairly close, right? It was like an eight point game, I think. Right? I didn't mm-hmm. really. I mean, I, I just saw the highlights. So I guess they kind of. I would say they hung with Penn State, which is what top. 10 top 15 teams. Um, yeah, I know. I know. It sounds like Auburn fans aren't too happy with Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I gathered from the Twitter last night. Yeah. Oh, man. Run the ball, Bobo. <laughs> yeah. Run, um, run the ball. Yeah. So uh, Auburn lost. And obviously, the, the Bama Florida game was, was a big surprise. Big surprise. Oh, man. I yeah. feel like. I feel like it's one of those games where like both teams lost. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what like how much to make of it because like I guess there's kind of two sides to it, right? Like there's the oh man, Florida might actually be pretty good, um, but then the other side of it is well, Bam, maybe Bama is not exactly what we thought they were, and I I think it's probably a little bit of both. Um, I just for me watching, like, I only like I watched the first half, right, and then we left to go to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't see the, like, I guess so much like, like the comeback. Um, but from what I did see, the Bama defense does not look like a, a, a saving Bama defense to me. They, uh, they, they did not look, uh, elite. Like they looked good, but they didn't look elite. Yeah, I would agree with that. So the, the MO for Bama lately has been, you know, they, they outscore everybody. And it's just like a fun yeah. and gun. It's like fun and gun. And then they also have, you know, pretty, pretty stout defense. But what I think that what they ran up against is I don't know that this offense is necessarily as lights out as they're used to. So if you don't have, if you don't have an offense that is actually like getting the job done, cause they were getting stops. Like Grantham was able to get, get them off the field um, a few times. Yeah. What, what happened to third and Grantham? What was going on there? <laughs> well, third and Grantham was definitely there in the first quarter because that actually was something yeah. that I was very much looking for on the Twitters. Um, when when Bama went up 21-3 in the first quarter and then basically like just just let the game kind of get away from them. Um, I don't know that it was anything that I, – I really don't know what happened. Like it was almost like it was like one one team showed up for the game and then just disappeared. And that's really what it felt I did like. see. Yeah, I, uh, we were watching. My dad and I were watching just like I don't know, like SEC Network's you know coverage this morning, uh, like mm-hmm. their recap show. That's what it's called. The one with Ben Watson on it now. Um, and you know they were showing you know Coach Saban and you know talk about like earlier <laughs> he said it's like a classic like Saban kind of thing. Uh, and that was it's definitely here, right? 
um, where you know they won, although much closer, only a two-point win. And Saban's got plenty of stuff that he can talk about, right? And so one of the things that, that I did see him mention was basically he kind of feels like uh, you know they got out to that lead um, was twenty-one to three, like pretty quick, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he thinks that they basically kind of rested on their laurels, you know, and they didn't uh, keep their focus, didn't uh, keep the foot on the gas. Um, that was that was you know I, that was one of the things that David was saying. Uh, which I mean, honestly, like that's kind of what I was thinking. I I was thinking that that was definitely a possibility, um, and to see him say that. Although I don't know when he says that kind of stuff. But again, you know, uh, kind of coaching to your players through the media. I'm sure. So. Yeah, they, uh, you know, Florida Florida actually outgained Alabama in that game. They had over 400 yards of offense, and Bama only had like 300 something. Um, well, and, the, and Florida the had, rushing, I mean, they got, they got yeah, the, the rushing, rushing game. <laughs> yeah, almost 300 yards rushing, 245 yards rushing. Please tell me when the last time was that Alabama gave up over 200 yards rushing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's no telling. There's no telling. No. Uh, I'll tell you another team that might be able to do it to them, though, was Ole Miss. I don't know how much of that, two, if you saw any of that Tulane game or any of those highlights, but their offense is legit. Well, we talked about that preseason. Uh, I know that Hunter was talking about it, um, but that they that they felt like Ole Miss was going to have a give them a run for their money. Which, which if their offense doesn't get things together uh, to be able to, to keep up on something like that, then it could it could be. Um, I personally was hoping for an, a heartbreaking loss for Florida, just because I didn't want Mullen to get his goose egg on um, on Nick Saban before Kirby does. So. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This looks like the weakest. This it looks like a really good. Everything kind of shuts up for, in my opinion, after watching everything. I feel like that we talked about it before. You know, teams were going to come down to earth. Florida came down to earth. Auburn came down to earth. Um, I think that after seeing everything out there, I, I feel like that our, all of our preseason kind of expectations are still kind of there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, Florida didn't look super fantastic on the on the defensive side of the ball. Um, yeah, I I, I I just think that we have our schedule is setting up really nicely for us. At the end of the day, if I'd have told you pregame that we were going to give up three turnovers, that Georgia was going to give the ball up three times, what would you say the score was? Oh yeah. Yeah, probably not. Probably not what it ended up being. That's fair. Exactly. So there we have it. That's yeah. the difference between this Georgia team and every other team that we've seen as of late. Because yeah. if if uh, the 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 teams that we've we've had in the past, I feel like that if like a 2019 or you know 2018 team, like maybe maybe even 2017, you know, if we gave up three turnovers, I don't know, I don't know that we we win that game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, part of it though is South. I think South Carolina. South Carolina is pretty down, uh, like as far as their their depth chart. You know what, what they've got. They're they're definitely in a rebuild. But I'll, I'll give them credit on just like effort and heart and like excitedness, right? Um, I mean, they 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 came to play. Those kids played hard. Um, did hate to see had a couple guys go out to injury. We didn't even talk about like you know the reason Nolan left the game. I don't know if you saw those. Uh, his hand actually got stepped on by Jalen Carter. 
Um, mm. It was a total fluke, total fluke thing. Um, it was a play where he threw it uh, and it like went off their player's helmet, and the refs initially ruled it a fumble. And you know, it actually was incomplete pass. But when it was ruled a fumble, everyone was trying to scramble to get to the ball, and uh, his hand got stepped on. So that's actually why they switched to Doty. Um, so it mm-hmm. to see that. I know they lost the defensive player pretty early that they had that card off the field. So I, I didn't hear exactly what the injury was, but it looked like ankle or foot something there. Uh, so I hate, hate to see that. Um, hopefully those guys, uh, you know, heal up and wish the best for them. Yeah. Yeah. Swift recovery for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you've got what, how, how much time you got left in, in your car ride? Uh, I'm probably about a half hour from home. <laughs> okay. Well, this was fun. It was a good recap. Um, we will, uh, we'll do it again next week for, uh, what do we, we got, we got Vanderbilt coming in, uh, up next. We're going, we got, we, we got Vanderbilt, uh, continue. I'm telling you, man, this is the 20, the 2021 revenge tour. So we're going to, we're going to all the talk about, uh, last year's cancellation when we pre- preview Vanderbilt. So get ready. There we go. All right, man. Well, this was fun. Uh, obviously, big victory, and uh, we'll we'll de- we'll link up again next week. Go dogs. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Thanks for uh, helping me pass the time uh, on my draft. Go dogs.